<coughs> right. Uh, let me just click a few things. I think you should. Well, things don't work if I don't. No. 319. Hey, don't you don't you chew my shoe? Too far away to do that. Yeah. Airplane uh, mode on. Airplane mode on. Yeah, no, I don't want uh, any phone calls coming in disturbing the show. I'll be very unprofessional, having my phone pinging and twinging and oh, twanging. Oh, fuck off. What's that mean? Add sticky notes, select tool, handle, handle, marquee, zoom, previous view, rotate clockwise, print, show navigation, plan buttons. How do I get rid of that? Is there a little red dot in the corner? No, no, it's just come up when I was trying to move the script. The script, I laughingly say. There's nothing wrong with my script. Well, except there's nothing as usual on it. Um, right, how do I get rid of this fucking thing? I have to hack into your computer. Yeah, okay, hang on. <clears throat> oh, bollocks. Um, mm. Yeah, okay, so where is it? This thing? Well, it's there where your thing is. Look. Okay, so... Oh, that's another one there. Remind me tomorrow. So when I put mine, move yours out of the way. Oh, yeah, so that's doing it. Normally, if I put two fingers on, it there's, there it is. Uh-huh. I think you I, see that? Yeah. Oh. oh, you want to scroll? Yeah. Well, you have to click the window you want to scroll in. What, what which window? Where? This one. Yeah. Try scrolling now with your two fingers. You're clicking. You need to just move your fingers up and down. Oh, right. oh yeah, okay, fine. I just got up. <clears throat> anyway, I've got to, uh, we need to crack on because I've got an appointment and I hardly just woke up and I need to have a shower before I go out. Okay. Well, I'll, can I close the window down and uh, leave you to yourself? Yeah, I would. Okay. We've got some jokes in today. Oh, uh, good, 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 good. Okay. Right. Uh, should we crack on with this? Because um, I just, <clears throat> I don't have time for that preamble we always do. Because most of it you put out as a fucking show anyway, and then when we do the show, you scrap it. <laughs> I've just found out that the uh, the actor that does the voice for Peppa Pig is quitting. So, well, it's devastating news, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. You seen Peppa Pig? Um, no. Oh, check it out on YouTube. Why would I watch? It's a kids' cartoon, isn't it? Yeah, but it's got stuff in for adults as well. I didn't even like things like that when I was a kid. Why? What did you watch when you were a kid? Well, the only thing I really watched when I was a kid was the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, Barney Rubble. Yeah, because I thought it was real. Did you? With the dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was real. I thought they came from an island where time forgot. Did you ever read that book and they turned it into a movie later? I saw the movie, yeah. I don't do books. Land, say, say again? I saw the movie. I don't do books, though. I know, you're illiterate, aren't you? Yes. Um, the time where, <clears throat> the land where time stood still, something like that. I read the book when I was a real kid. I, I really got into the idea that there might be somewhere on this planet that dinosaurs still existed and, you know, we hadn't discovered it deep in, in a, some forest somewhere or in a crater that people had never been able to get out of and, um, and uh, move forward. I thought that was amazing. 
so you must have thought the film Jurassic Park was amazing. Well, by that time, I thought that was just too sort of um, too glitzy, really. But a similar thing. It was all, you know, all became a bit kind of I don't know. All theoretically possible. Is it? Hmm. How would the dinosaurs have withstood and, and lived in an area that was not very big? Well, the world's quite big nowadays. <clears throat> yeah. But they would have eaten all the vegetation. That's true. I mean, when you're a kid, the size of a double-decker bus, you think, crikey, that's really big. But then when you get old, you think, actually, you could park one of them in my driveway. No, because a lot of us don't live in mansions like you. Okay. Well... I've got enough forestation in my garden to feed a dinosaur. Mm. Well, that's because you're a lazy bastard, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. It is a bit overgrown. Yeah. Anyway, shall we get on with this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got some jokes and we've got whales mail to do. Yeah, I'll play the theme tune then, which is what you're uh, yeah. leading to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, I like to hear it. Could I not have heard it? Uh, it doesn't work like that. Oh, actually, yes, I can. Hang on a second. Uh, yeah, because you know, then I feel we're doing it. Um, if you don't play it, it's, it's, it sounds like I'm just talking on my own. Anyway, you should explain in it, the show, I mean, at some time, we should explain in it that today's Friday, the 31st of January, when we're recording this. So uh, we're all getting very excited about Brexit. And uh, after today, I don't want to hear the word anymore. Uh, we are an independent nation, no longer joined to Europe by the hip, or no longer being dictated to by Europe as to what we may or may not do. And, you know, the the answer to all of this is there are a lot of very lazy people, uh, I nearly said lazy f***ers, um, in this country uh, who don't seem to feel they have a need to work, who scrounge, um, not as many as people imagine, but just a few, uh, who moan about foreigners coming to take their jobs. But in reality, they are lazy sods, don't do very much, and now they won't be able to moan, will they? They will have to do a job. And the sooner, if you are able-bodied and mentally fit to take a job, any sort of job, um, you then, I think, should have to do that. And maybe we have to put up minimum wages so that it is not more... How can this be a country where, in some cases, it is more profitable for people not to work and than to work? I think we need to adjust that. And I'm not suggesting uh, that we make it uh, less sustainable for people uh, to work or to live on benefits when they've hit hard times and hopefully not for very long. Of course, I'm not heartless. We must look after people. I've been... Uh, I've been on benefits from time to time in my life. Who, who doing this sort of job hasn't? But some people have make a career out of it. And I think that has to be discouraged. And OK, it's not a huge amount. But all of us imagine there are loads of people doing it. And it annoys a lot of very hardworking people. And so I think we want to make it so that people realise you, you can't have a, a, a pretty good life, not an amazing, not a pretty good life. You've got a few kids, 
um, and you don't want to get up early in the morning and do anything that doesn't really interest you, you can just lounge around. Oh, I better not say that. It sounds a bit hard, doesn't it? I probably shouldn't say that. I didn't get to play the music. Well, we haven't started, have we? Well, I played the music officially, but then you said you wanted to hear it, and then you went off on one. Yeah, okay, well, it doesn't doesn't matter, really. <clears throat> I left the heating on overnight, and it's not nearly as cold as I thought. And I'm sitting here in my pants, perspiring. It is warmer outside today than it was yesterday. Mm. Uh, anyway, listen, I've got lunch with a very nice lady. Oh, I see. So this in, important appointment... That was hard to say. Important appointment... I bet you edit that out, don't you? I bet you edit, did you making a cock-up of saying important out? No one's going to hear it. I'll leave no, it. No, I know what you're like now. You try and make yourself sound so cool, and then you try and make me sound such a cunt. Some bits I have. Here's a discussion for you. Why, and this will cause you an enormous headache and loads of editing, but why is the word cut so, so offensive to people? Um... Bearing in mind this is a medieval word that has survived a long, long time. Okay, maybe a lot of fairly thick people uh, are not not very good at um, uh, not very good at using words other than obscenities, and unfortunately that takes um, uh, it takes a lot of the power out of them. But why is that particular word small and perfectly formed? C U N T. Why is that so offensive? Because it's a uh, derogatory word for the vagina, isn't it? Well, when people say willy or dick or cock or... It's a funny, laughable word, but why do people get... And I suppose you say pussy or fanny. uh, People don't get anywhere near as uh, offended. But I'm just wondering why. Why should a female's sexual organs be offensive and a male's not. I find that really sexist. It is a bit sexist, yes. See, you, you're binging. I think the word uh, gash should replace the word cut. Um, I know. I, you see, now I find that really offensive, really offensive. I'm just looking on my phone, so who's trying to message me. Um, go on, carry on. Yeah, so um, that, that, that word is offensive. That word is offensive. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, I, th- I think the women like the, uh, the C word. I think if you, if you were, you know, chatting uh, in the right situation with a lady <clears throat> and you used the C word, they, they'd be quite happy. But if you referred to it as a gash, they'd be a bit sort of like, Ew. don't you? No, I, I find that completely the opposite. Uh, but why, you know, why is it more offensive to talk about a lady's, uh, what you could call, I suppose, a lady garden, which I don't think is offensive, is it? Yeah, but it wouldn't work in the moment, would it? Dear love, could I have a go at your lady garden? That doesn't really work, does that, it? You see, that that actually is offensive to me. Can I have a go? You know, that sort of thing. When would a woman say something like that to a man? All the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not women I know. Now, listen, um, let's get on with the programme. We, you're going to have to edit and cut out all of that. Uh, so today is Brexit Day. You just, just put in the um, the introduction wherever you like, and I'll say, uh, hello, welcome to the James Well podcast. Um, not what, uh, of, of course, people expect you to do on these things, 
They expect a, a sort of rather serious, scripted... Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I pr pressed the button too late. Sorry. Do you want to do that again? Oh, Hello, welcome to the James Whale Radio Podcast. Not the... Oh, forget the fucking script. <clears throat> I'll press the button. Hang on, hang on. All right, let me rewind it first. Here we go. Okay. Um, what, what? That's what I think of what you've written for the programme so far. You can edit that if you want. Uh, listen. Welcome to the James Well Radio Podcast here uh, every week. And if I can get out of bed in time, and today was a bit touch and go, uh, here we are. We've got an hour of, of chat about stuff which sometimes people like and some people don't. Um, what else can I tell you about it? Uh, it's not really the sort of podcast you see sort of winning uh, prizes. It's not particularly funny. It's not particularly uh, relevant. Um, it's not particularly good, but there we are. Uh, I do this purely because the guy who uh, produces it, puts it together, is called Rob, and he lives on the Isle of Anglesey, and he's he's in need of therapy, and me doing this, I've been told, is helping him immensely, so that's why I do it. Uh, today, we're recording it on Brexit Day, and I am so happy we reached here, but unfortunately, loads of those moaners... Uh, who wanted to remain in the clutches of the European Empire, are still moaning. They're still moaning. And when they had that huge march, you see, it was all very middle class, wasn't it? All very middle class. I mean, I don't like the class system at all. Um, I would say that I'm uh, reasonably right of centre, maybe. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> and, I, you know, the state should look after those who can't look after themselves, of course. Uh, but other people should be able to... Um, uh, to benefit and, and get rewards from their hard work. And sometimes in this country we look at people who've been successful in such a way that, um, that we, uh, we, we think they've done something wrong, we denigrate them, etc., etc. Uh, strangely enough, of course, those people who are demonstrating and shouting and getting very upset who wish to remain within the European Union... Uh, seem to be basically the sort of people, I suppose, the sort of people who read The Guardian, aren't they? Those sort of people uh, in their jumpers and their glasses and their bushy beards and um, so on and so forth. Those sort of, are they millennials? I'm, I don't know, the sort of 30-somethings who are uh, reasonably successful in their career, got a Labrador and a couple of children. Not that I'm denigrating that sort of thing. Listen, hey, um, I've got grandchildren, let alone... Uh, but, you know, I think we're just becoming... This whole kind of woke business is just beginning to annoy me a little too much, I feel. We're getting to a situation where anybody says something funny, uh, anybody says anything that's slightly, slightly likely to upset people, but then if you think about it, you have a bit of a laugh and a smile. Uh, you can't say a fucking thing anymore. You can't say a fucking thing anymore without some some sort of you know, just making a fuss about it. It really does annoy me intently. What was that? Hey, 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 don't you chew my shoes. Sorry. Uh, my Labrador's getting out of uh, hand. No, no, you can't. You're both in the same sex. You can't do that. Um, yes, you can. Uh, now, come on. Yeah, you can. You go for it, girls. You go for it. Yeah. Don't lick me like that. <laughs> anyway... 
No, no, don't, don't, don't. It's quite funny. <laughs> oh, I love my dogs. Love my dogs more than loads of humans. If there was a human in need of, in need of being rescued, and uh, someone I didn't know, my dogs, um, guess who I would rescue? Um, Does that make me a bad person? No, not really. Are you sure? No. There's loads I have to edit out of there. What? Well, you mentioned the F word a few times, and you started off by saying you like to touch and go. I don't think you can do that these days. I don't know what you're talking about. I, you, you, anyway, listen, you've ruined my um, thought. So we need to, uh, to wake up a bit. If you, if you want to be all kind of wokey and all that, well, you don't listen to me. Uh, you probably don't listen to uh, a lot of things on the, the radio or the telly or whatever. You get your own whichever you like to watch and listen to and stick to that. You know, don't stick your nose into what those of us who, who like a little bit of um, surreal entertainment and uh, there's no satire. Have you noticed? There is the most entertaining satire is question time on the BBC and it should be taken off and, um, and made into a, a, a sort of podcast like this with no holes barred. Because what annoys me about that particular programme, um, they sometimes say, we'd like to invite you on and then they don't. Which is a shame, really, because um, uh, Mr. Fox, what's his name, the actor, the uh, son of Edward Fox, he's in, science, uh, he's in Silent Witness, isn't he? Is he? No, he's in, um, in Lewis. Is he in Lewis? Lewis um, Lawrence Fox. Lawrence Fox, yeah, he's a great actor, and he's upset everybody when he was on Question Time, and it was very funny. Look, if you're easily offended, fuck off, you shouldn't be listening to this. Oh, God, have I offended you? Oh, I'm so, so sorry. I really am sorry. Now, piss off. We don't want you listening. If I was to say that on my radio show, I would be, well, I'd be out of there. I'd be dragged off the air, wouldn't I? And quite rightly, by the way, quite rightly, because uh, people could, by, by mistake, the woke generation could, by mistake, listen, I suppose. And so, yeah, I would not allow myself to use the sort of language I might uh, use if I was in the pub talking to my mates, which is a bit like this show. Was this a show? I mean, I'm not sure. I, I do this in my studio at home. I don't make any money out of it yet because, I, do you know, that's an, an, an ongoing annoyance because I am sure that somebody about 250 miles away from where I'm sitting at the moment is making quite a lot of money out of this podcast. No names, no pack crew. I see uh, Katie Hopkins being removed from Twitter. Um, I don't know who she is. Who is she? Uh, she was on Big Brother. Was she? So was I. What does and, that mean? And The Apprentice. No, I didn't do that. She famously turned down the job of The Apprentice. Who did? Katie Hopkins. What job? You know, when you get to the very end and there's two candidates left. Mm -hmm. It's so long ago, but it's something like that, and she basically was offered the job, why would she want it? And she said, well, actually, I've had a think about it and I actually don't want it. Can you give it to the other person? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, right, um, I forgot what I was uh, talking about because I haven't got much time. I need to get on. Um, well, you were talking about the, uh, the woke generation. Yeah, so uh, I find it annoying. They, uh, they want to dictate to everybody what they may or may not say. They want to make sure that those people who have a different view on life are never heard. 
And I suppose they, they are people who err on being left-wing. Well, I don't think they err on it. I think they are left-wing. You know the middle classes who are very left-wing and read The Guardian? Oh, that paper that you have to donate to. Yeah. Um, and, in fact, I don't even like saying the name. They write quite, quite a lot of nasty things about me from time to time. I wonder why. <laughs> what? They do, actually, yeah. yeah. They don't like you. I don't think they do, but I don't give a fuck one way or the other, so it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> Hi, guys. Who's chewed my shoelace? And now you've run off. Charming. Never mind. Go on. Uh, and actually, bearing that all in mind... Um, of course, uh, if you want to get in touch with the programme, jameswellradio at gmail.com, jameswellradio at gmail.com, or go to the website and get in touch that way. Uh, Stuart Collins has done that from, uh, I don't know where you are from, Stuart, but thank you very much indeed. And he said, James, I find it very revealing that Alistair Stewart, who is a member of the Labour Party, I didn't know he was, I must admit, and a staunch Remainer, I must have words with him when I next see him, has become the latest victim of the leftist, intolerant, professionally offended Twitter mob who have become the modern-day witch-finder generals. You see, I think Stuart puts it better than I can. I find these people so sinister and quite worrying in the way they think that they can control what we can say or think. Stuart from Sussex, mate, I... Could not agree with you more. Um, Alistair Stewart occasionally works on uh, talk radio, and uh, I've known him over the years. He is a very gentle and a very, very uh, nice guy. He's, he wouldn't say boo to a goose, in fact. And I think he's been working for ITN, well, mostly ITN, and been a newsreader for over 40 years and they sack him because somebody I've never heard of complained about him using a quote from Shakespeare which has the word ape in it. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether it's just a bunch of Wokies who operate uh, ITV. IT, what? ITN, ITV, whatever it is. But, you know, that is such a lame excuse to get rid of a man uh, I, I find it very, very difficult to understand. I hope they gave him a great payoff. But more than that, because Alistair doesn't seem to want to talk about it, so I imagine they did give him some sort of uh, encouragement to leave, and maybe they thought, uh, maybe he'd been there so long and they were just looking away to of getting rid of him. And I think that is a great shame. And, of course, the people who would have been running that when he first started have long gone and retired, and new people come in. Um, and Alistair was just uh, just a nice bloke who didn't really uh, offend or do anything else, and he read the news nicely, and I think, um, you know, he didn't do an enormous amount of shifts at his age. I, I honestly think that is an appalling way to treat a man after so many years' service. I think those people in charge there should be ashamed of themselves. I saw somewhere that he's used that quote uh, from Shakespeare... A number uh, of times, a number yeah. of times it's one towards, of his favourite quotes. Yeah, towards white people as well, so it, I don't yeah, understand. Yeah, it's the people who uh, he thinks are slightly pompous. Yeah. And I have to tell you that I don't do very much contentious stuff on Twitter, do I? I don't think I do. It's not safe to, is it, really? Well, I don't do it for that. I mean, it's just because 
it's it's kind of like uh, if you don't like me, don't fucking follow me. I just assume the people who go on my Twitter site like me. No, I think some people like to go on there to see what you're going to say and try and trip you up. Oh yes, I know, but they're not as clever as me. So fuck you. <laughs> Um, uh, but, you know, there's a lot of people who are very nice. Uh, in fact, I didn't realise there are so many people in the country who actually are getting a little fed up with this kind of sanitising of the media and uh, this kind of over-left extremist policy of trying to make us all just do everything as inoffensively as we can. And then we have society where they're sticking knives in each other more than any other time. You might as well put out your uh, Twitter handle, seeing as you're mentioning Twitter a lot. The James Whale. There we are. Tweet me at The James Whale. Yeah. But don't bother to tweet me if you don't like me, because, you know, all I'll do is mute you. I don't block anybody. Because if you block them, you lose a follower, so mute them. Yeah. 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 I just mute them. And, uh, you know, there are colleagues of mine and other people around who, who take it upon themselves to get into huge bats on twitter why bother life is too short i've got too many other interesting and entertaining things to do but sit there and have a go at somebody you've never met on twitter who's probably a very spotty uh, person who doesn't ever come out of their bed sit what all right you talk for a minute they want to go out oh i see okay what 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 what? Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? What you want? What? Speak. What? Speak. What? Speak. Speak. What? 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 Speak. Speak. What? You want? You want to go out? Do you want to go out? Okay. Should we say, Rob? Hang on, because I just got to let them out. You say, say what do you want? Oh, don't jump on me. Hey, hey. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What? 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, okay, okay. No, oh, who's had my slippers all over the floor? Come on. Come on. Uh, James has left the building. I'm sure he'll be back in a moment. And the podcast will resume. Really sad news about Peppa Pig. I'm sure they'll get somebody else to do the voice. But it won't be the same, will it? I like Daddy Pig, though. He's very clever. He can fix computers like me. He just turns them off and on again. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Andy's coming Rob, back. I'm just going to have to give him something to eat, all right? So, yeah, 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 you take your uh, time. Yeah, why yeah. don't you do a tech talk for a second? Okay. Uh, Microsoft has uh, launched a fresh update for Windows 7 just days after it said it would provide no more patches. This is because the very last patch it ever did had a problem with it. Huawei is to provide some, and only some, UK 5G infrastructure. The US, however, is not impressed. They have, though, said that they will work with the UK to minimise risk. See? It's a win-win. And as mentioned previously, Katie Hopkins has been suspended on Twitter. I'll also do films. The film to go see is The Gentleman, a Guy Ritchie film. It's uh, very good. Go and see that. It gets the Rob's thumbs up. If you like that kind of thing. It's got some drugs in it. And some gangsters. Some guns. Some vans. You know the sort of thing. Yeah. I'm sure it's showing in your uh, nearest cinema as we speak.
Have you started or stopped? I've I've done uh, the entire tech talk and I have done the uh, the, the film review. It wasn't Sorry, really... what? I've done the uh, the uh, tech talk and I've done the uh, the film review. It wasn't really a review. I just told people to go and see a particular film. What was that? The Gentleman. All oh, right. Okay. A sort of um, is that a gay film or? No, it's a it's a Guy Ritchie film. Oh, I never find those as good as everybody says. I think it's a bit like the um, uh, the King's New Clothes. Right. I've just told everyone to go and see it. So you're saying don't go. Well, why would you go and see a film just because somebody direct? Was it a good film or not? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. But you okay. have to be into that kind of film. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go again in a moment. Um, they're just eating their food because they they obviously seem to be very hungry. They were out last night having a sleepover with some friends, and I think they probably didn't eat because they were so excited. Oh dear. Who? But they'll come in in a moment and ask to go out. Hang on. It's funny when your life is ruled by uh, your pets or your children, isn't it? It's not funny. Why? Well, because in preference, you wouldn't want it to be ruled by, so... You'd like them to be there, but you wouldn't want your life to be ruled by. Oh, well, I like to be told what to do. Do you? Yes, when I'm at home, yeah. I I spend so much time telling other people what to do. I would rather just relax. Right. Well, you can't do that if the dogs are constantly saying, take me out for a walk, feed me. Well, all right, they come in and they're sitting down. Are you all right, Daisy May? Hey. Yep, she said she is. See, on my Twitter site and my Instagram site, I mainly put pictures of my dogs up. Well, that's because they're interesting. Yeah. People are weird who go on about their dogs, aren't they? Particularly if you live on your own with dogs, people think you're a bit weird. Why would they think I'm weird? Well, you do sort of fall into the category of, like, uh, people who knit, that kind of thing. Fuck off. We should find out one day which is the programme I've sworn most in. Oh, dear. What? I could easily write some software that can actually count the beeps. Really? Yeah, because they'd be quite easy to find the pulses in the uh, in the audio feed. Oh. Uh, right, we've had... You know, ever since we started saying, if you've got a joke, send it to us, we've had loads, haven't we? They keep coming, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're keeping them all, aren't you? Well, they're all in the emails. Well, they're all in the scripts. The scripts are all in your emails, aren't they? Well, I don't know. But um, I uh, I don't know about technical stuff like that. But I think I could do stand-up at Edinburgh next year just to, by doing the jokes. Uh, Billy Taggart sent us this one. John and his friend Bob was on the train chatting away, and John asked Bob, Do you believe in flying saucers? Bob replied, I sure do, mate. My girlfriend threw a plate at me last night when I came back from the pub. Yeah. Why did I think he was Australian at the end? It works with an Australian accent. Do the whole thing in an Australian accent. John and his friend Bob was on the train chatting away and John asked Bob, Do you believe in flying saucers, mate? Bob replied, I sure do, mate. My girlfriend threw a plate at me last night. When I came back from the pub. Try, well, try, try Sheila instead of girlfriend. John and his friend Bob were on the train chatting away. And John asked Bob, Do you believe in flying saucers, mate? Bob replied, I sure do, mate. 
Miss Sheila threw a plate at me last night when I came back from the pub. There we go. See, it works with an Australian accent. Oh, OK. Hillary Forks him this in. A woman was standing in a crowded lift off the hotel she was staying in. When a man got in and accidentally elbowed her in the breast... Oh, I'm so sorry. But if your heart is as soft as your tit, you'll forgive me. So the woman replies, if your dick is as hard as your elbow, then I'm staying in room 113. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary, uh, my um, characterization wasn't very good, uh, but that was a very funny joke. A very funny joke. Um, I point out, and it doesn't matter to you at all, but I don't read any of these before I do them. <laughs> Just as well. Uh, maybe I should. What? I said just as well, really. Yeah, because I have no preconceived idea as to whether the joke is funny or not. Yes, yeah. Got another one. This is a very long one. Oh, you're going to sleep, Daisy May. I thought you might laugh at these. Uh, this is from Eric Dunn. Thank you, Eric. And uh, if you've got a joke for us, uh, email it to me or uh, go on the website or the Facebook site or Twitter and send us your joke and uh, we'll include it. We can't include all of them every time, but we will at some point, I hope, include them. So Eric Dunn sent us this. Hang on. A man is complaining to his friend, My elbow really hurts. I think I need to see a doctor. And his friend answers, Well, just go to the supermarket. They have a new computer that can diagnose your issue much faster than getting an appointment. You just pour a bit of your piss into the machine and it tells you what's wrong, and that's for only a pound. Well, the man goes to the supermarket, finds the computer, and pours his small sample of urine into the computer. Immediately, a small paper is printed, and the computer says, Tennis elbow. Keep your arm warm for a few days and avoid heavy lifting. Take painkillers, and in two weeks you will be better. Well, impressed, he decides to see if he can confuse the computer. So he mixes dishwashing water with poo from his dog, together with some urine from his wife and daughter, a drop of oil from the car, and to finish off, he masturbates into the cup and mixes it up. Ah, oh, God dear! <laughs> I don't think this is going to be funny, but here we go. The following day at the supermarket, he drops his mixture into the computer. The computer spits out a small paper. Your tap water contains too much calcium. Buy softener. Your dog has worms. Give him medicine. Your daughter smokes marijuana. Speak with her. Your wife is pregnant and you're not the father. Get yourself a good lawyer. Your car is overdue for a service. Take it to a garage. And if you don't stop jerking off, your tennis elbow will never get better. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's very long in getting to the point. But I kind of like that, Eric. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You didn't understand it. What are you talking about? Oh, dear. What? So, anyway, today's a big day. We leave the European Union. Uh, and then start the process of negotiating our new relationship with Europe. 
And I think it's time everybody forgot about whether they were Remainers or whether they were Brexiteers. And we now just people in this country faced with a new situation like we would be after every election. OK, some of us voted for the party won, some of us didn't. And then we go on and get back on with our lives. Moan about it all you like. But all this aggravation, this nastiness, these arguments even between people in the same family has to stop. And we just get on and make the best out of the situation. It may be fantastic, as I think it will be. Uh, it may not. And then in five years' time, if it is still a problem, then we can address it again. But at the moment, let's all try and make the country as great as we can. Surely that's the best thing to do. Indeed. Yeah, we're all in the good, same good, ship. Good. Yeah. Bit deep for you, that really, wasn't it? What, the, the, the ship? No, what I just said, it was a bit deep. Yeah, I'll listen back to it and uh, I'll take it in again. I think you should. Um, right. Uh, what else have we got to do? Um, we've done uh, blah, 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 blah. Are we going to talk about the, the virus that's taking over the world? Well, yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering whether the virus that is taking over the world, do you think this could be um, some sort of chemical weapon that's escaped or maybe even distributed on purpose to see how it does? Well, it, if it is, it's the kind of post-it note weapon, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I thought the same about SARS, but um, I don't know, because where do all these new viruses like this, it looks like it's a virus that's mixed up of many things, doesn't it? Many different animals, from what I gather. Yeah. What is it, fish and snakes or something? Something like that, yeah. I mean, a lot more people die from ordinary flu every year. That's very true. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah, well, it's okay. As long as you stay where you are. Yeah, yeah. You're not going out anywhere later today, are you? Yeah, I am. You need to quarantine yourself for two weeks. I'll be in the local pub and then later I'll be at the studios of Talk Radio. A special TV show on a Friday night called James Whale Breaks the News, live on the radio and live on social media and YouTube channel and on Facebook and everywhere else. Haven't rubbished the BBC yet this week. No, no, there's plenty of time. So uh, you could be in quarantine for two weeks then and then you can leave quarantine and then catch the virus. Hmm. Seems a bit strange, doesn't it? Hmm. But what do we do? Quarantine everybody? Yeah. yeah. It's a tough one. I mean, have you started getting in food in case uh, everybody's got to stay in their house and it's martial law? I've got plenty of jelly tots in the cupboard. I'm safe. I haven't done anything for ages. I've got to, I've got to clean the house tomorrow. You've got to clean the house? Yeah, I haven't done any housework for a couple of weeks since I was feeling a bit groggy. Well, what's wrong with your house? What needs cleaning? Well, everything needs, you know, the floors need vacuuming. A bit of dusting and polishing needs to go on. I find that if you don't dust, the dust goes on top of the dust, and then more dust goes on top of that dust, and then you just do one bit of dusting every year, and it gets rid of it all in one go. Uh, that's interesting, yeah. Too much yeah, cleaning. I try that. It's, it's, not, it's not good for the environment. No, somebody said, why don't you get a cleaner? Uh, I live in the middle of nowhere. Where would I get one? Well, they do have cars. What, cleaners have cars? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm a bit worried about cleaners coming in here and seeing the state of the house. You clean the house first, then you get the cleaner around to do it professionally, don't you? That's the correct way of doing it. Flush the toilet, then get the cleaner in. 
brush the toilet. Well, brush it and flush it, if you like, and then get the cleaner in. Oh, I flush the toilet once a week, whether it needs it or not. You have a yellow water policy in your household, then? Well, I'm just trying to be uh, environmentally friendly. Fair enough. Keep turning me, uh, me, me light on and off. If you keep turning your lights on and off like a strobe, you'll uh, save hmm. 50% electricity. Will I? Yeah. All oh, right. Maybe I will. You might get repetitive strain injury in your fingers. Yeah, I might. I don't want to uh, do that. These are all good tips. We should have a new feature on the show called Saving the Environment Tips. Well, if you write them, I'll read them. But uh, as I told you, I find uh, shows or, or podcasts, or whatever you want to call them, a little bit annoying when they all have And now for our regular feature. I mean, I only allow you to do tech talk because that's your thing. Well, it's not really my thing, is it? It's just filling in time. Yeah, well, you're right, Daisy May. Otherwise, we'd have dead air when you go out to feed your dogs. Yeah, or, okay. Or you count you're your money. You're right. She's fast asleep. I've woken her up. Sorry, darling. Sorry, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. She's having a sleepover tonight as well because, of course, I've got this Brexit show to do until about 11.30. So by the time I pick the dogs up, it's going to be one o'clock in the morning. And are you expecting loads of uh, Remainers to come out and protest? No. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why have they done that? Um, I think because they are not democratic. Uh-huh. I voted to remain, remember? Yes, I know. Well, that's... But I'm uh, big enough to realise I made a mistake. And, uh, yeah, you, at the time you said if you were wrong, you'd apologise, and you did. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we respect you for it. And, uh, Thank you. Just don't yeah. do it again. No, no. First of all, I'll, I mean, next time we have anything like that, I'll ask you which way I should vote. Well, I did say at the time, I'm going out to vote. And you said, I'm staying in to vote. So yeah. I gave I tried to give you as much of a hint as, as possible. Why? <laughs> oh, never mind. You might as well ask. I can always edit it out. Yeah, I suppose. Ask what? Whatever you're going to ask. You're going to go, why... <sighs> Well, I just, you know, I don't know. I, I didn't get it. I mean, why did you bother to do that? Why did I vote to, to leave? Yeah, no, I mean, why did you try and tell me what you thought I should do and make it so obtuse? Sorry, that's a long word. Do you understand that? Yeah, because we were doing a podcast at the time and I, I, I don't think we were allowed to say whether we, we, we weren't allowed to influence people, were we? Wasn't there I don't some... think there are any rules or regulations at the moment. I'm sure there will be. Oh, well, if I would have known that, I'd have just told you, you know, whatever you do, make sure you vote to leave. Yeah. So you didn't pick up my subtle hints? No. Oh. I, otherwise, I wouldn't have made such a mistake, would I? Well, then it's all my fault, then. Yeah. But it all came good in the end. Good. Anyway, should we do questions for the whale? I can do some questions for the whale, yes, if I can read them. What do you mean, if you could read them? Have we got people who can't write sending them in? No, no, it's, it's when I print them out. My printer, for some reason, has uh, black text on a dark grey background. I have no idea. <laughs> Shall I read them out and you answer them? Oh, don't do that. That's dangerous. Why? Well, because my opinions are usually off the wall. Yeah, but some listeners might find it funny. Anyway, I'll correct you if you're wrong. All right, then. <clears throat> OK, questions for the world. First of all, uh, Michael Rogers said, Should Katie Hopkins be reinstated on Twitter... And then where next for her? 
Uh, Katie Hopkins should be reinstated on Twitter because of freedom of speech. And if you don't like what she says, don't follow her. Thank you. Uh, Lee McCrory, do ya remember our chat with Christy Berg on Talk Radio about his inspiration behind his song Spanish Train? I do. He was so humble in his description of how he wrote the song. Strangely enough, I don't remember that at all. Do you remember that? Oh, funnily enough, I don't actually remember that. I remember speaking to Christa Burr a few times. So, Lee, call me again tonight after 8 on Talk Radio uh, and then tune in for the uh, TV show tonight between 7 and 8 called Break the News, where we will have a, a, a panel of distinguished people who are all keen to leave the European Union. It'll be totally one-sided and I make no apologies. Okay, next question. Mm. All right. Kevin Walsh, if I renew my passport, will I have to do it again when the blue ones are brought back next year? Uh, no, just use Tipex and a blue crayon. Yeah. And if you actually do do that, don't be surprised if you can't leave the country. Um, Mark Powell. Oh, no, let's do uh, Jill Munn first. Do you think uh, the coronavirus is worse than we are being told. Of course it is, by uh, sort of the nature of it. Lots of people will have the virus that they're not aware of, so therefore they haven't told the authorities, so therefore they haven't told us. It's logical. Of course it's logical. Yeah, they're just trying to... Uh, but, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about it. The SARS virus they, uh, they uh, had was far more virulent, I think, than this one. And Ebola. Yeah, and Ebola. Well, that was really frightening, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, Mark Powell, did Alistair Stewart have to stand down? Uh, no, I think he might have been slightly nudged. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it was a disgusting, disgusting decision by very weak people. There's a petition going around the ITV staff at the moment. So Is might, there? Yeah. I'd like to know the name of the person who made the decision to uh, kick Alistair Stewart out. You know, for this, for, for, for sending, and I, I'd really like to know more about this bloke. I never heard of him. I don't know what he does. Um, who made the complaint and they decided to get rid of him. Yeah, but would he go back, though? Even if they sort of reversed the decision, I don't think he'd want to go back, would he? No. But if I was Sky News, I'd take him on tomorrow. That's a good point. Mm. Mm. Next one. Okay. Um, Armstrong Lee, should the BBC licence be free but have commercial breaks. Uh, there should be no BBC licence, therefore it wouldn't be free. It would just be non-existent. And yes, it should have commercial breaks. I totally disagree. Uh, the BBC should be cut right back uh, to local radio, um, educational radio and TV, uh, world news, um, Radio 4, and uh, BBC 6. And that's all they need, and it should be involved in the in the uh, council tax, as it is in many other countries, and it shouldn't have been allowed to grow to the massive organisation it is. Now, the BBC, just those letters, by the way, not all their programmes, is respected around the world. And for that reason, we keep the world service going as it is. But we sell off the rest of the BBC. Uh, in fact, some of us should get a refund for all the years we've paid the BBC licence fee. And there are loads of parts of the BBC that are totally and utterly commercial. And we can sell them off to, to uh, people who've got the money to buy them. 
and we don't have to pay a license anymore. And there shouldn't be advertising in it because those people who work in the commercial sector of broadcasting uh, have enough problems as it is. Okay. I agree. Uh, Your friend, Daniel Seven, uh, how can I politely ask my neighbour to stop drilling at 10 at night? Uh, um, I wouldn't politely ask what I would do at 10 o'clock at night, maybe 11 o'clock at night, because obviously 11 o'clock you have to be quite quiet. So between 10 and 11, I think that's actually okay as far as the council's concerned. I think it's 11 o'clock is the cutoff period, but I would play uh, hot dog by Limp Biscuit as loud as you can. Okay. Uh, good answer, by the way. Jackie Grant, will James send me a card next week when I'm in hospital? Uh, no, he won't because he doesn't send cards to anyone, but I'm sure he'll wish you well like I do. And Dave Clarkey, hi James, listening tonight, you mentioned about a show you did years ago, uh, re Lazy Somebody or Other and a Holocaust Survivor. What and when was the show I'd really like to see it? Okay, that's the uh, the show on Jews, which had Edwina Curry on it and a load of protesters outside banging on the windows and the doors, and it's available on YouTube. Just search for James Well Radio Show. I think it's in 1990. James Well Radio Show, Edwina Curry. I'm sure you'll find it. Oh, right, okay. I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, and what was the name of that woman who was on? She's definitely Lady Something. Yeah, she was a, a Holocaust denier, wasn't she? She used to post letters through people's letterboxes. Mm, very nasty. And she was quite elderly in 1990, so I don't think she'll be around now. And you gave her quite a grilling. Did I? Yeah. All I remember is uh, we had a Holocaust survivor on the programme. He was a charming guy. And uh, he just looked at this woman and said, if the Holocaust didn't uh, happen, I would like my family back. And then you could have heard a pin drop. Yeah. And interestingly enough, then the whole load of students who uh, were against me having Lady So-and-so on the show were banging on the window, which didn't make them look very good because it looked like it wanted to sort of um, uh, dictate what you could or could not do again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to move studios quite a few times. It was quite, uh, quite an interesting feat of broadcasting, really. Yeah. And just showed you that the intolerance uh, just exists on both the left and the right, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like a very serious show. It wasn't one of your normal shows, was it? No, it was supposed to be a very serious show. Well, yeah, the subject matter is very serious. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I haven't seen that for 30-odd years. Well, it's, it's on YouTube. Yeah, I might have a look again. The tr- trouble is I look so young uh, that I get depressed. Why would you get so depressed? Well, I've got loads of hair. But you prefer it without? Yeah. Well, I think I've got loads of hair, have I? Yeah, you just you had uh, black hair with a, a little bald spot on the top, which you couldn't see. Really? Mm. Oh, that makes me feel slightly better. Unless you lean forward. Oh, really? Hmm. Oh, then I had my hair cut short, and then my, my hair looked like the logo for Batman. Uh, yes, it did for a while, yes. Hmm. Now it doesn't, because I've shaved it all off. I'm sure it'll grow back again if you... Uh... You let it. But it does, and then I look and I think, oh, I can't be bothered with this. It's prickly. Yeah, but after a while, the prickly turns into smooth. Yeah, but, you know, I've got curly hair. Haven't we all? Well, I don't know. I shaved mine all off. It all goes curly in the end. I've only got a little, little bit on my chest, which right. I've got in the shape of a heart. 
and the rest I shave off. See, I couldn't shave my chest hair because I couldn't do with the prickliness on my chest. Really? Why? I don't know. Just because when you put clothes on and off, it'll be a bit sort of t-shirts. It'll be a bit sort of uncomfortable. No, it's fine. I, I, I uh, you know, I let it grow a bit longer than that. It looks really nice. Bad enough when your nethers are a bit scratchy and itchy. Do you manscape? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, again, you, I just have it all off. I haven't tried waxing yet. No, can't you shave? And it, you can also get cream and stuff, but apparently that could end up burning you. Yeah. No, no, just shave it. Um, okay, I think it's time to go because loads of celebrations to get going today. Happy Brexit to everybody. I hope you enjoy the festivities. Have you got some sort of um, Union Jack apparel to wear or a flag to fly? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it's all at the studios. So a scarf would be quite nice, wouldn't it? You like wearing scarves. Uh, yeah, I think so. But uh, for the TV show, you wear the sort of requisite jacket and shirt. That'd be about it. Okay. Okay. All right, on that thought, I've got to go. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've got your appointment with your lady. No, I've got a very serious and uh, important appointment before I do anything else. And the dogs are coming with me and they're getting very excited. Well, make sure you flush afterwards. What? to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale.
James Whale, the voice of reason.